welcome to Pops and Hisses, a podcast where we talk to musicians you love, talk about concerts, and answer your burning music questions. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I'm talking about residencies. Concert residencies, what are they, who's doing them, and the biggest and probably most important question, are they worth it for you, the fans? Should you go travel out of town to see these bands? What is going on? So we're going to jump into that, but first, real quick... Right before we get into that, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast, find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app while you're at it. But right now, we're going to jump into it right away and talk about concert residencies from New York to Las Vegas. Let's get into it. So back in the day, only legacy acts did Las Vegas residencies. You know, Wayne Newton, that sort of thing. They were reserved for the people who you wouldn't bother to go somewhere else to see. But maybe you'd spend a night while you were in Las Vegas going to their show. Or, you know, worse yet than Vegas, somewhere like Branson. But it seems like now everybody is doing these residencies. So the biggest artists planning Vegas residencies in 2022, or they've either doing them or they've done them already include Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Celine Dion, and Silk Sonic, the awesome soulful RB duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac. Um, those are just some of them according to EW.com that did a big list. Uh, there's others like Carrie Underwood, Luke Bryan, Keith Urban, Adele. Uh, that's probably maybe one of those famous ones. Also the Jonas Brothers. And of course, it's not just the new and up and coming artists. Some of those legacy artists are doing it too. Um, Sting, Santana, there's even a Whitney Houston hologram that has a Vegas residency going on this year. Uh, but the thing we're mostly talking about are those current hit artists that are taking their shows to the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, but also, Vegas isn't the only place this is happening, right? So Harry Styles is doing residencies in both New York and California. Uh, K-pop group BTS and Mexican rock band Mana are doing residencies in California. I think both of those are at the Forum. Uh, and some of these residencies are different time, you know? Some of them are for a long weekend. Some of them are for just a month. Others are more or less ongoing. So these artists are setting up shop in one place, and they're just hanging out there, playing shows. They're not coming to you. They're saying, you come to me. So let's start here. Why is everyone doing these residencies? It's a very, very simple answer, and that answer is economics. It's so much cheaper to stay in one place than to drive all over the place. If you stay in one city, there's no teardown and setup every single day. You're just there. The stage is there. Your sets are there. The costumes are there. The equipment is there. Everything's in one place. There's no travel time. There's no logistics with uh, so many people and trucks and who has to be where when. There's no need to pay for gas or to drive from one place to another. All of that stuff is cut down. You also don't have to pay your crew. Those folks like techs, stagehands, lighting people, sound people, drivers, everybody else. You don't have to pay them to be on call 24-7. You know, really, they're there each night you have a show to just put on the show. They don't have to jump in a bus and troubleshoot stuff all day long. Um there's just a lot less to do. The bills are much, much lower. There's also some other things. It makes those artists and their crews happier. You just stay in one place. You don't have to sleep in a bus. Um, some of those artists are able to, instead of being on tour, they can go home. They just fly to Vegas to do the show and then fly home at the end of the night. Uh, that's actually a fairly common thing I've heard about. Um you know, your crew doesn't have to travel all over the place. They can set up shop in one city, uh, Vegas, New York, whatever, for a week, a month, uh, longer, or 
some of these artists do instead of every day, you know, or every weeknight or something, they do weekends. So, you know, your crew is able to go home, spend time with their families, fly out on the weekend, uh, work a few shows over the weekend, go back home. So folks are happier. It's a better thing. Um, you know, there's other reasons too. There's a story about this recently in the New York Times. I'm not sure if you saw it, but uh, staying in one place helps in a lot of other ways. So agents and industry folks talk to the Times, and a big thing is the pandemic. It keeps artists and crews from interacting with quite so many outside people. Um, you know, you keep everyone in one place, less chance of getting COVID from all the other folks you might see every single time you show up to a new city. Uh, there's also no having to navigate those COVID regulations, those health regulations in multiple states, cities, and counties. Um, we largely think of those things as being over or done or a lot of things are restricted or less restricted than they used to be. But still, those a lot of those regulations still exist um, with masking and vaccinations and all kinds of different stuff. So folks just don't have to worry about it as much if you're just in one place. You just have to worry about New York's rules <laughs> or Vegas's rules or whatever. And then there's branding. Um, you know, sometimes we don't think about that in a concert standpoint and this production stuff, but it is really important from a branding standpoint. It's cool to say that you're doing a residency. It sounds awesome. If you're like, yeah, we booked 15 straight nights in New York. That is a big, bold thing to be able to do. It puts you on a high level. If you're able to announce that and pull it off, it's kind of a status thing. And that helps go toward marketing and all kinds of other things. So in that New York Times story, uh, Ray Waddell, who covered the touring business for decades for Billboard magazine, he also runs uh, the media and conferences division for Oakview Group, which works with a lot of venues. Uh, Waddell said this at the Times. He said, quote, the math is challenging right now. It costs way more to tour, more to produce shows for everybody, more for labor. At the same time, inflation is going to impact discretionary income and force fans to make choices. That's bad calculus. You know, no surprise there. One of the reasons ticket prices are higher, uh, go ahead and scroll back in the feed and listen to another recent episode of Pops and Hisses. I talked all about ticket prices. But one of those reasons ticket prices are higher is because of how much more it's costing for artists to be on tour. Uh, it is a consideration with people having less discretionary income. I don't know that the answer is do a Vegas residency and force people to travel to where you are. <laughs> But if you can cut back on costs in one way, that might make it better for the artist to be able to, you know, hit the profit level they really want to hit. So I understand that from that perspective. But, um, you know, it's interesting to see this really happening now because the popularity of these residencies really kicked off almost 20 years ago with the highest grossing Vegas residency of all time. Highest grossing residency, concert residency, I believe, of all time, too. Celine Dion grossed $385 million during her four-year residency in Vegas. It was called A New Day. It lasted from 2003 to 2007 at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, and it was huge, and I think it showed for her... Now, you think of Celine Dion in 2003. She was huge. She was in her prime. She was super popular, um, and I think it's made other artists realize that this is something they could do, too. So, numerous artists have done it in Vegas and elsewhere. Garth Brooks, Prince, Britney Spears famously has had a Vegas residency for a long time. Billy Joel has had one in New York. Bruce Springsteen did Broadway. Um, those are some of the big names that have done it, but it's just become more of an option for those artists, and they've really pursued it. 
Now, that's the next question. Is everybody doing it? Is this how it's going to be now? I don't think so. Only certain artists can really pull these things off. That's most important. Um, I mentioned in another podcast, a recent podcast. Again, scroll back in that feed and give that a listen. But Weezer tried to do one in New York, and it didn't work. It was low ticket sales, they said, high production costs, they said, and that just forced them to shut down. And that's Weezer. Weezer is a very popular band. I don't care about your opinion of Weezer. We're talking simple facts. They've sold millions of records. They are crazy popular. And this is Weezer in New York City. They couldn't do it. It wasn't even that many dates. It was a handful of dates, and they couldn't pull it off. So not everybody can do this. You have to be huge to be able to get fans to travel to see you. So going to Vegas means flights. It means expensive hotel reservations. It means a much larger expense than going to a show in your hometown. That's even counting an Uber and a babysitter and dinner and drinks and whatever else. You know, going to see someone in Vegas means you're already going to Vegas for something or you're spending a ton of money to go see these people. Um, Not everybody can get people to do that. You have to be one of these names that I've been talking about. These huge, huge names, Adele, BTS, uh, uh, you know, all these different artists to be able to pull that off. Um, ultimately, you may just need to have the right kind of fans, right? Those those certain bands that have those really dedicated fan bases. You know, we've seen a lot of artists do cruises and such or destination trips. That works really well from them. But even that kind of artist, few of those could really do those full residencies, five or more shows in a single place. Not a lot of bands could do that. Um, and, you know, we're talking like arena shows, right? Not, you know, a lot of bands could play uh, a theater in Brooklyn. That might work for certain indie rock bands and stuff. Uh, but not a lot of them could play Madison Square Garden six nights in a row or, you know, 20 nights over three months or whatever it is. You know, even a band like 311, they do cruises. They do Destination Vegas shows. Uh, I don't know that they could pull off a month in Vegas, you know? I think they can pull off every couple of years. They do two or three nights in Vegas. That's like a thing. Uh, But being able to do those long residencies every year or for multiple years or a month at a time or whatever, that's difficult for most bands. And that's the other question. Talked about it a little bit just now, but this is really the final question. Is it worth it? Are these things worth it? I don't know. It depends, right? It really depends on you. If you really want the experience of traveling somewhere like that, it could be. That could be really fun, right? A whole trip (laughs) based around you going to see Adele. That could be a good time. Now, it's probably not worth it for me. That's that's me. I'd love to see Adele. Uh, I'd love to see a lot of these artists. I'm probably not going to go to Vegas to see any of them. Um, Once you start adding up the costs, it's thousands of dollars for a single concert. I'm not doing that probably for anyone. I might be a special case. I've seen a ton of shows. There are very few, almost no artists I would travel more than a few hours to see unless it was some part of some kind of special experience, right? It would have to be more than just a two-hour concert in a theater in Las Vegas. I don't really care. Um, That's kind of the thing, though. You know, I, I wouldn't go to Vegas to see Garth Brooks, but I might see Garth Brooks if I was in Vegas. Does that make sense? You know, that kind of vacation would be the fun thing. And... The concert would be part of my entire vacation for me. That might be an add-on, so to speak, not the reason that I went. You know, that also insulates me against uh, the concert canceling unexpectedly. That has happened. People got very upset when uh, Adele canceled some shows in Vegas. 
and people were in Vegas and that was the whole reason they were there and they were upset. Now that was uh, largely a COVID thing and there were, I think valid reasons to cancel that show, but uh, you know, that would kind of insulate that for me. At least I'd have the rest of my Vegas vacation to fall back on. If my dear beloved Garth Brooks had to cancel on me, if I went to a show, but you know, that's the thing though. Residencies keep out a lot of fans. So if you think regular concert tickets price people out, certainly entire vacations to see a concert price people out too. That's just not possible for so many people. Um, if Paul McCartney comes to your town, it's certainly more reasonable that you would be able to scrounge up a couple hundred dollars to go see that show. Um, that happens. That's even somebody who's expensive and would be really great to see. But I mean, very few people, if you could be difficult to scrounge up $200, it'd be impossible for you to get $2,000 to fly somewhere and stay somewhere. Right. So that's kind of the landscape of this thing. And one thing I'll say, one of the last things I'll say on this episode is don't fret. This is something more and more artists are doing, but this is not how everyone's going to play shows forever. That is unsustainable. Um, you know, I mentioned Luke Bryan. He did a residency in Vegas. I think it was an entire month. Luke Bryan can't can't stay in Vegas all the time. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. More and more artists are doing these residencies, but don't expect it to become the new model for everyone. Only certain fans can do it, or only certain bands can do it. And to reach the maximum number of fans, artists still have to travel around the country. That's just the way it is. There's no other way to reach as many people as you can. So, uh, former Ticketmaster CEO Nathan Hubbard, he knows a thing or two about the concert industry. He told the New York Times, quote, This is not the new touring model. This doesn't mean nobody's going to Louisville. Indeed, most artists are still going to have to go to market, to market, to market, and hustle it. You got to get out there and be in front of people. Uh, that's how artists make money these days. They're not doing it on album sales. They're not going on tours to promote the album. They're putting out an album to promote their tour, right? So they're going to be out in those places. You just might see uh, some artists every so often saying, hey, we're going to stay here for a week. We're going to stay here for a month. We're going to do a special set of shows. We're going to play this album or, you know, make these things into special events. Uh but, you know, later this later this year, next year, next spring, next summer, next season, whatever, they're still going to show up in your town or somewhere nearby. You're not just going to have to travel to Vegas or New York to see these artists. So don't worry about it too much. Thanks so much for listening to me talk about concerts and concert residencies. I want to hear more about it from you. Hit me up on social media. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram as at Omaha Music Guy. And also find me on TikTok as the Kevin Coffee. I'd love to hear about your experiences at concerts, uh, what you're listening to, all kinds of stuff. And really, if you've been to any Vegas residency shows or traveled out to New York to see your favorite band, I'd love to hear about that. If you have a question or want to talk music, join the conversation. I want to say thanks once again to Herd at Media for producing the show. You can find lots more of our podcasts at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herd at Media production.